how to set your boundaries is about to recognize it when you are saying this. You know, when I say yes to this podcast, that means that I'm telling, telling myself no, my own business, one hour no. I could, you know, so it's mm-hmm. like me recognizing is this really uh, purposeful or it's aligned with what I'm doing? Is this mm-hmm. really worth my time? Is this really worth my energy? Welcome to Soulful Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Emma Evelyn Campbell, and you're listening to the right podcast if you're ready to push past your limitations, navigate your fears, and live a life aligned with your truth. I believe we can express our true nature and power when we get to know who we truly are. And this podcast gives you the tools and resources to do exactly that. So join us as myself and guests share our soul's truth so that you can feel safe to share yours. Don't forget to head to the show notes to get even more involved with the community. Now, let's get on with our episode for today. It's like that energy, to be around that energy, it impacts you as well. I think we forget as, when, you, when you're an entrepreneur, you really know how important your environment is and how important it is to be around energy that really supports what you want to do and what you want to achieve right 100% you are 100% right (laughs) so what is what's your mission and what's your big why behind what you do Dennis like for like I don't know if I mentioned this before but I have been entrepreneur for over three years right Mm -hmm. there was like different stepping stones different the path and different uh, directions I went through and the first thing what I would really like wanted to p- point out was that first I started my entrepreneur journey just for the money. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, you know, like I want to leave nine to five and everything. It was just, just amazed how th- I was thinking, you know, the thoughts I had, like I need money to get this, this, this. But the reason why I'm telling you this is because I always had that inner voice inside me telling me that I'm here to do the big things. I'm here to help people. I just didn't know how, you know? So over the years, I've tried many different uh, businesses, you know, from the e-commerce. I've tried uh, business strategies. All the time, I end up with helping people. And now I realize more than ever that my mission is to really empower people, you know, and especially the entrepreneurs who are black, who feels like black sheep of the family, you know, mm. and my mission is to help them to really like empower them and wake up their potential to make that positive impact on humanity. No mm. matter. Because I think definitely, yeah. I think that's such a big, important thing because a lot of entrepreneurs, they believe in themselves and their vision, but they don't see their full potential. Right. Mm. 100%. And I was there too, you know, and I believe that you are on the journey where you're discovering that purpose, you know, because for me, like the purpose is still moving thing, you know, like you are trying to get there, but you just know that you are on the right path and it will unfold in different way every single time. Because once you like, I, I noticed this, Emma, about you, like five years ago, you would say like, they will be amazing to have a podcast. Now you have it. And now you thought, you know, like five years ago or maybe five months ago, right? <laughs> you realize like, oh my gosh, like this is my purpose. And that 
you know, and that stepping stone, that milestone is just the first step on that purpose mm. path, you know? Mm. So exactly. There's the game. <laughs> and in, ter- in terms of what you said there, I love what you said about how the purpose is an evolving thing. And do you think it's really important then as entrepreneurs, particularly purpose-driven entrepreneurs, that we learn how to adapt? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it's always, it's, I believe that it's much easier for you as a woman to, you know, the pivot. (laughs) I do have a lot of ego going on, you know, so as I told you, like, we already know about this, like, your audience is amazing because there is, like, purpose-driven entrepreneurs, hard-led, soul-led, people are doing the inner work, and that's what I love the most, you know, because... I believe that the business is 100% a reflection of you. Therefore, you know, like whatever I thinking about myself or not thinking about myself, it will always reflect on your business, right? So for me is I started my journey as, as I told you, you know, e-commerce. I was building the e-commerce with my, uh, with my girlfriend, Diana. But then that business took off. But I was stiff, I was unhappy, and I was doing it, chasing it just for the first money. And then I realized later on that for the approval, you know, for like, I'm not good enough, that's that's why I need Mm. to prove everyone that I'm wrong, you know, good. And once I moved to Bali, I realized that this is not fulfilling me. This is actually draining my energy. I want to help people, but they're taking advantage of me. Guess what? I realized I didn't set my boundaries because I didn't do the work on myself again. That's why the motto came from, you know, the motto of business is 100% a reflection of you is because of that. And it took me one year to pivot. Then I step, like I choose another thing, like I will write for medium. I will write my book. That another one, I had to move and pivot. For you, it's more like the flow. And I love that mm-hmm. I'm so inspired by women and especially like female entrepreneurs because I'm just learning so much, you know, like you can go on the podcast, but you can go on the, the different path within the months and within the weeks and you're okay. Mm-hmm. You're just flowing, you know, for that's me, it's like, flow, yeah. exactly. And I'm, <laughs> I'm still learning that, you know, I'm so mm-hmm. proud of myself for doing that work, which is required. But I'm also aware that the women, especially like the female entrepreneurs, they're here to lead. Mm. And I'm completely like, oh my gosh, just tell me how can I support, you know? (laughs) I love that. I love that. And I think that's really important, like you said, that, that flow within business, but also doing that internal work. And do you find that when you shifted to doing that internal work and obviously other entrepreneurs that you work with, when they shift to do that internal work, that the business itself becomes something more so much more purposeful to them to actually put their energy into? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And I believe that you can tell, same, you know, like you can tell from your own experience that the more you do the work inside, the more will reflect. You know, so it's like when you do the the neuroscience and this kind of stuff, like I'm so into that, like how our mind works and how our uh, body works. 
And that means like, I know that if I can shift someone else's perspective and shift identity, how they perceive themselves, everything else will just follow. You know, like I, and especially as black sheep of the family, I'm using that in my messaging as well, because people can relate because they understand that there are people are throwing this, like, this is for entrepreneurs, especially like who are starting out They're they're chasing the strategies. And I totally get that, right? I was there. I was chasing all the strategies. I was grabbing courses and everything. But once I realized, like, I have all the information, all the courses, everything lined up in front of my eyes, but I couldn't move the needle. I couldn't do anything because I was, like, I was limiting myself, first off, but I didn't see my potential. Once I opened that up, once I shifted that identity, everything was shifting based on my network, based on my actions, based on what I was doing. Because people think that they should do more, but actually it's totally opposite. You have to become someone else. But it's very hard and tough to say, like, who who can I become? How would that next version of Emma would look like? I have no idea. And you just need to trust. So this is, like, for me, this is really important, like, doing that inner work, that shadow work, actually, like not avoiding, you know, that like I can post everything about manifestation. And I love what you did last time on your Instagram that you really shift that perspective. You were talking about the manifestation, but how to really get into manifestation. Like people understand it on a logical level, but they don't get it. Once you get it and let it sink in, that's the game changer. You know, mm-hmm. it really begins to shift because it's kind of this instead of thinking that you have to do all these affirmations and you have to do all these vision boards, which are great tools along that kind of journey. But it is about that embodiment. And I guess that's what you're mm. speaking about there. It's about doing that work and embodying that next level version of yourself or whatever you call it, your future version of yourself and following that and trusting that guidance. So when people are in this space, so there'll probably be quite a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this thinking, okay, I'm in this space and I'm I'm chasing these strategies. They're not working for me. The internal work is something I haven't really considered, but I think a lot of people are scared of it, especially entrepreneurs thinking, why do I have to do this internal work? I need marketing strategies. I need a new website. How do we make that shift from chasing the strategy to doing that internal work and beginning to really thrive in our business as a purpose-driven entrepreneur. I love that. I love that. How you frame it and everything, like, oh, my God, it's so laid up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So for me, uh, like, the first shift is I'm always, like, people are coming to me, like, just personally, like, my clients and everything, they're coming to me with a new strategy. Denise, I need new strategy. All of a sudden, I ask them, like, okay, but you already have the course, have that everything. You're already doing everything what you're supposed to do. What about we will just switch, you know, like do that inner work? The reason why I would recommend anyone to see and, like, the first sign, what I would say is, like, why you should do the inner work is, like, if you have everything in front of you, you have the strategies, you have the informations and your business is still stuck in more than two months, you need to do the inner work. (laughs) 
that's just a fact. This is the first indicator. Like, if you have everything you need, because really, like, people are overcomplicated it, but well, once your business is not moving, you didn't double your sales, you didn't get more clients, you didn't get whatever your goal is in more than two months, and you, and you are trying, that's the, sing, uh, that's the signal for me that you need to do the inner work. The thing is, just like you mentioned, there is so many people, especially here in Bali, like I'm not going to lie, my, uh, my values are that I'm uh, authentic. So I know so many people here in Bali who are teaching the feminine energy, you know, embodiment and this kind of stuff. I love that. I'm not judging them, but I know that they are not living it. That's the difference. The question is like, are you living the manifestation? Are you living what you're preaching? You know what I mean? Like that's the oh, big yeah. difference when you are preaching and you know know about stuff, but when you're living it, that's when your business will reflect. You know, so that's more important than not just putting the, the quote on Instagram. And just understand it, but you actually avoiding the work, you actually avoiding that fear, you actually avoiding that discomfort of going, you know, like going deeper and facing that fear, facing that inner child healing, you know, because once you start peeling the layers, you will realize that the best version of yourself is the most authentic self. And you cannot go outside, you need to go inside. So I would say that the more it's really important to get the inner work first because once you realize that once you peel the layers you will unplug from your parents you will unplug from comparison you will unplug you know and you peel the layers and you realize like maybe this is not what is fulfilling me that happens to me like I loved strategies but I didn't do the inner work. Once I did, I was unhappy again. So that's more about finding the fulfillment and the passion, you know? Mm. So Mm. I would just say that, yeah. Mm. I think that's so important as well because we do just go for the things, like you said in the beginning, that we think make us money, that we think are the status quo, and we think that that's going to fulfill us and give us the life that we want. But particularly for people like us who are very purpose-driven, it's never really fulfilling. So when you go deeper within yourself, you get to learn, okay, what is fulfilling for me? And that doesn't mean you have to be a coach. It doesn't mean you have to go in that direction. You just find what works for you in that, in that industry. And I loved what you said there about, you know, really facing that that fear. And I think a lot of people will will have that fear to do the work. And one of the things that comes up, especially is things like imposter syndrome, not having boundaries. So how do we really begin to focus on these elements, the fear elements that come up that hold us back from doing that inner work? How do we address those fears and actually begin to not overcome them, I don't like that word, but actually begin mm. to move through them with and, and better navigate them. Mm, I love that. Uh, it's basically, that's a really good question, actually, but because there was like, I was trying to get this over my head like for months, you know? And it's really about to first understand that I'm limiting myself somewhere, you know? But the thing like imposter syndrome and anxiety... Like, you need to know the signals. 
like literally you need to know how the pattern works you know because we are all repro like we have programs in our mind and i see this all the time like i can help people to get the mindset right from my own experience but once i have the proven methods like a neuro-linguistic, you know, the programming like NLP and this kind of stuff, like I can unplug everything from that. And that's the difference, you know, because when it comes to imposter syndrome, many of us have that. And even though like the imposter syndrome kicks in every single time you're trying to, um, you're trying to reach another level in your business, right? So I remember when I was starting out, I was still in nine to five and I tried to build my side hustle, right? So that was imposter syndrome, like, like I was living it, right? But then guess what? It was okay. But then next year, I, my business required the next version of myself or the higher version of myself. So that kicks in an, uh, another time. So it's always like higher you go or b- like bigger you grow, you know? They will always go with you, this kind of stuff. So you need to understand that there is nothing nothing wrong or you can not actually just put it in the shelf, you know? Like, mm-hmm. It will always be with you. But you need to understand, like, what is the pattern? What is happening inside of me? Like, what is the signal, you know, the trigger when it comes to, okay, maybe I woke up and I'm overwhelmed and... I'm doubting myself. Okay, but how can I do and shift my energy? How can I do and shift my, you know, that shift my perspective? So for me, like, how can I cope with everything like imposter syndrome, anxiety? You need to know how it works. First off, like, what is the pattern? Like, if you don't know what what the pattern is in your life, it will be really hard, like, difficult to recognize it. And I suppose that that pattern looks different for everyone, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like the, there is even like there is a framework for it. Like if you do this, you will do this. Then you do this, this, this. Right? You need uh, you need to understand, be aware of the the framework. Like let's say the imposter syndrome is very easy. If if you want, I can go deeper with this. It just depends of the personality, right? But I will give you an example of the imposter syndrome. There is a new task you need to do. For example, I will need to start, I want to start the podcast. Then there is a self-doubt anxiety and overthinking. And you have only two choices, right? You have only choice of doing the work and over planning. Like you take your whiteboard, you take your journal, you start mapping and we try to do and predict every single step. And you are in the position that where you are perfectionist, right? And now you go, right? And you can see the pattern already. Like maybe you have done it. I've done it so many times, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and there is another, another way of not doing it. You just let your fear and anxiety kicks in and you cannot move towards that goal, move towards that podcast and you are procrastinating for a month, two or three. And you are not still doing the work, right? So there's either those two. But once you understand this, you can see yourself, you can recall that memory when you did this, 
right? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, okay, now I see. And you cannot change anything what you cannot see, right? So you need to really understand that uh, the that pattern, what is going on in your head, and the the not the worst case scenario or the worst thing is about this, like I cannot see my own blind spots. You know? That's why I highly recommend everyone to get someone, either a friend or someone, the partner, like me and Diana, like I'm in a relationship for over five years, right? And we are building, we are growing together, but also as individuals, right? So this is different. And when it comes to this kind of like difficult situations, because guess what? I do have bad, bad days as well. I do have to master myself, but I'm so passionate about myself that I will do everything in my abilities to get better. Because when I'm living it, I know that I can help people from my own experience, but also with the tools, you know? And how can you cope with that? You need to realize that it's your responsibility to break the pattern. You know, as a flagship of the family, maybe you are the first one, Emma, from your entire family who is doing podcasts, who is, you know, like who is online entrepreneur. And you need to realize that your parents don't catch you. They cannot relate to you. That's why you're like kind of like different person, right? But you, you need to understand like it's your responsibility to break that pattern because you, the the fact that you are the flagship of the family or the different one means that you are the strongest person from your entire family. That means that the reason why you are here is because you are the strongest one. Once you like, this is like literally the empowerment you need to get over that. You know, mm-hmm. I love that, and I love how you said that it comes in at different levels, and it's kind of with us on the journey because there's this there's this kind of space that is like destroy these things, get rid of these things, squash them down, and it's it's not about that. Like you said, it's that mastery of yourself, taking responsibility to actually notice the patterns and begin to incorporate them into understanding how we move to these levels without stopping from these fears, from these imposter syndromes. And one of the things I think that is key that you mentioned earlier as well was about how you didn't have any boundaries before. And by implementing boundaries, you began to do some more inner work. You began to know how you wanted to show up. So how important are boundaries for yourself in business? And how do you think that it's best to implement them so that you can thrive as a especially as an online entrepreneur in this space Mm, mm. so when it comes to boundaries i would say that um it's very like it takes time you know Mm. it takes time to really step into that version of like when you really want to say no and you say it especially when it comes to helping people you know, when it comes to like, if you're a purpose-driven entrepreneur, that means that you had that inner voice, you have the big heart and you want to help those people. You, you are here and you are showing up for yourself, sure. But you keeping it that in your mind that I want to help them. I really want to show up for them. They need my message and I'm not here to shine. I'm that messenger and the message goes through me, right? So it's my, again, it's my responsibility to, to show up for them. 
but who will show up for yourself? Like, who will, you know, like, who will take, I don't know how to say this more than, like, we want to help uh, people more than we want to help ourselves. Mm. And once you get this, you need to, like, you will realize that it's not about, like, I don't want to be, like, uh, I don't want to say this as bad, right? But once you realize it's not about people, it's about you, that it's not about helping people first, it's about you need to help yourself first. Once you realize, like, this, once you... Once you uh, have that, um, I would say the, once you have that um, situation, I had the situation, right? That helped me really understand this. That's why I'm telling you, because back in days, I, w- I was helping people. I built a community of over 200 people, online entrepreneurs, and I was helping them to build their own business. But guess what? Because I didn't have my boundaries, because nobody showed me, Nobody told me that it's important. People took advantage of me without even realizing that they're taking advantage of me. So as an online entrepreneur, you need to first say no and set the boundaries with yourself and with the people around you because they will give you that power. And I remember when I said, it took me 24 years until I said no to my mom. You know, how how to set your boundaries is about to recognize it when you are saying this you know when i say yes to this podcast that means that i'm telling telling myself no my own business one hour no i could you know so it's mm-hmm. like me recognizing is this really uh purposeful or it's aligned with what i'm doing is this mm-hmm. really worth my time is this really worth my energy because if not i don't have and I was like, okay, uh, first time ever, I stepped out, like I stepped for myself. And that took me, you know, like that gave me that inner power to show up for myself, to give me, if people are, don't have a, uh, if they are not confident, mm. they are not, like they have low self-esteem, they don't believe in themselves, it's because they don't have boundaries. Mm. And it took me a long time to understand it and, and really get to the point like the only reason why you are not confident, you are not showing up, you are not, uh, you know, like you don't have that self-esteem and you are not driven, you are not motivated because you gave someone else's your power. So it's really mm. important to learn how to set the boundaries as an online entrepreneur as a first thing. Like I would say as a first thing, because if you're doing your best thing for free if you are giving free calls if you are giving everything for free and you know inside that if someone will give you this when you needed it the most oh my gosh that will change your life but you are not charging for it because you don't feel worthy or something you know because you don't Mm. set the boundaries for yourself like i'm setting boundaries that, that you need to give me money for this because I respect myself. So the first step when it comes to building the business, growing the business, being online entrepreneur, especially purpose-driven, focus on yourself. 
I know as cheesy as it sounds or something, mm. just focus on yourself first because you cannot help people if you cannot help yourself. Mm. That mm. makes and sense. I think, definitely. And I think if we don't have those boundaries, we experience, like you said, you experience things like that unworthiness, you experience that burnout as well because you're you're doing so much and you're doing it for free. And it's very, I like to see it as an energetic exchange, you know, mm. you're doing something for someone and then they're paying you for it. And it's an energetic exchange. When you think about the way the, the universe and the world actually works, it's just an energy exchange. And if you don't have those boundaries in place, you really forget to, to value yourself. So how do you start to set boundaries? How do you start to identify the areas where you, I know you said it was a situation for you, but how did that situation shift you and be like, right now I've got to look at some boundaries that I need to set. And how does someone who is an entrepreneur begin to look that if they haven't had this bigger situation happen to them yet? Well, I would say that the first thing you need to realize, like every single time when you say yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself. <laughs> as easy as it sounds it's really bad because um, how, how to set your boundaries is about to recognize it when you are saying this you know when I say yes to this podcast that means that I'm telling, telling myself no my own business one hour no I could you know so it's mm-hmm. like me recognizing is this really uh, purposeful or it's aligned with what I'm doing? Is this mm. really worth my time? Is this really worth my energy? Because if not, I don't have my, you know, like those kind of boundaries mm. you need to first, like you need to look at your day because I need to realize like whenever I came home, like I haven't been home for like five years, but every single time I come back, my parents don't expect someone else from their circle to grow, right? So once I was 20, I left and they had that memory of like, who is that version of Dennis who was 20 years old, old, how we were treating him, what we were talking to him, da-da-da. Even though five years later I come back, they don't expect me to grow, to change and this kind of stuff. So. I needed to really, like, you need to, you will see it when you come back, you know, like, did I set the boundaries or not? The Mm. the first thing, how to set the boundaries is like saying no first, maybe first time ever, like saying no to client who is not aligned with you. Mm. That takes courage, that takes faith in yourself, in your universe, in God, whatever you believe in. It taking the power to yourself and saying no fear, you know, because most of the time I like to be honest, to be raw and real with you again, there are so many people who are saying like, okay, let's hop on the call and we will see if you're right fit and they will, you will be always the right fit. Okay. Because it's the money game. But when you set the boundaries and you respect the people in front of you and you know that this is the soul you're looking for, you want to help those people and you want them to be the best version of themselves, you might say no to someone else. That means that the fear of money 
the fear of lack and scarcity might kicks in, you know, mm. if that makes sense. So sometimes Definitely. it's uh, really about recognizing the boundaries and saying no to things you don't value. Maybe what she's trying to, um, just trying to dis- distract you or discourage you, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's more mm-hmm. saying yes to yourself. And the boundaries, I, I will look at the boundaries as a this. Like, first thing, say no more often. And you will see, you will feel it. Like, let's play the game. It doesn't have to be like the boundaries and you are set. No, mm-hmm. it can be fun. It can be fun to say, my girlfriend, no, I don't want to spend or go with you. And I will see how it feels. Mm-hmm. But first time ever, I say yes to myself, you know? And then it's about like not saying no from the place of ego. That was big time mm-hmm. for me. So we don't want to just say like, no, can I curse? Like, no, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, fuck you. I don't want, I don't need you. I don't want you. I, I will do it my own way. Well, this is the ego, <laughs> you know, like you can do it by yourself. But yeah, it's about like compassion. You know, I can go and talk to my mom. Like, I don't need you. You know, like, let me let, like get off or whatever. But I don't do it because I know that's not purpose driven, you know, who <laughs> will talk to mom like that. I respect, but I expect people will respect me as well. Because mm-hmm. we have that, uh, I don't know if you have that saying in UK that I'm judge you based on who I am. Yeah, yes, it's like that. Along the lines. Something along those lines, yeah. It will come to me in a minute. I'll never yeah. judge a book by its cover or something, is that it? No, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it could be like that, you know, like mm-hmm. I expect that you will treat me just like I'm treating you, you know, but it's not true. And you need to set those, like, you need to tell those people, like, this is how you can treat me. I know I will not uh, reply or call you with, like, when it's Saturday or Sunday, if that's the client case. But you, it's your responsibility, again, to set those boundaries because people don't know that. You're just literally showing people how to treat you, how to, you know, talk to you, how to not talk to you. Mm. so i will just start with that recognize when mm. you're saying no when you're saying yes to everyone and just sh- try to show those people like if i don't respect or i don't want you to treat me like that you need to step out and tell them mm. i love you that know? and that's why it's good to have that structure in place of how do you want to do business do you want to be available on the weekends or not and if you don't making that very aware to your clients but also like you said looking at your clients that you're hopping on discovery calls with, for example, and thinking, is this person aligned with my values? Is this person going to contribute and do their work? Because obviously you create the space, you create the guidance, but it's the client who's doing the work and they have to be able to step up and do that. So it's recognizing all of these elements. And like you said, saying yes to the right ones, the ones that feel aligned, but being able to say no to the ones that don't feel that way. So One thing I want to say is I know a lot of people, obviously, without the boundaries in place, they're saying yes, left, right and center. And like you said it earlier, you said something about the money game. And do you think a lot of people say yes to people who aren't aligned because of their mindset with with money? Mm -hmm, 100%. (laughs) uh, Yeah, like that's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, like... (laughs) 
I'm guilty of that as well. You know, mm. I like at the beginning of my journey, I said yes to client and I built the whole freaking e-commerce, uh, e-commerce shop. I ran the ads for him on Facebook. I told him everything and he, and I charge only 300 of euros. Right. So imagine that like it's worth then more than five, 10 K at least. Mm-hmm. But I, I told him like, yes, I, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I was saying yes to money. And guess what? It was the biggest pain in the ass. Like that client was the biggest pain in the ass. And it's not because of that, him. It was because of me saying yes to someone who is not in line, who I am, what I believe and what I do. Mm-hmm. I was saying yes to money. And guess what? It will always backfire. And I'm talking from my own experience because it's very hard to say kind of this kind of thing if you are not experienced, you know. But the more work I do on myself, I realize that this is the funny part. Like I had the meeting with uh, one guy here. He's like multiple seven-figure uh, investor. He has three companies and he's investor. So he's all about money. And his mentor is Warren Buffett. And I'm like sitting with him, right? And he was like, Dennis, you need to understand this. When people coming to me about money, like, Richard, please give me like 10 grand. And he always answer, like, his answer is like, you don't need, like, you don't have a problem with money. You have problems <laughs> with mindset. Because your soul is infinite. Like, your soul is abundant, Right? Like, it's abundance. And this is the problem with the affirmations. Like, I'm abundant, you know, I like seeing the clients coming to me. That's a bullshit, you know, because when your identity is saying, like, I am poor person, mm. guess what? You will attract that st- stuff. So It's you like can- those two conflicting voices that you're in the yeah. universe. You're sitting there saying, I'm abundant, I'm abundant. And your subconscious is sitting there going, I have nothing, I am poor. And it's like the universe is probably thinking, what on earth? I'd, I'm not going to help. Like, it's the same with anything. If you said to any friend this and this at the same time, they would be confused. They wouldn't know what to do. And yeah. so how, how do we shift that? Because I think that is something that's really difficult for a lot of people to grasp at the idea that, that money flows and money is abundant. I think it's a really difficult concept. And I understand for people why to them it feels difficult because we've been taught as a society the complete opposite. So mm. how do we begin to shift those views on money and our mindset on money? Yeah, uh, I would say like, this is literally like what, what you ex- like what you describe, like I'm trying this, but it's this. Like, you know that your subconscious mind knows that you are, in the position, like I can check my bank account and I see that I have hundred dollars or hundred pounds. How can I be like above this? Like, how can I be the millionaire? Guess what? You are not yet because everything, what is like your identity, you think, you know, how you perceive yourself will reflect on your bank account. So guess what? People are trying to convince yourself, logical thinking that affirmations are in abundance, but, they're tr- but they know inside. You know, when you had that thought, like when you catch yourself, like, I'm stupid, but no, 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 I'm not stupid. I'm really smart. I'm smart. But you already know that this first one <laughs> is true. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to money, it's the same stuff. You need to realize and you need to reframe what I do, what I call it, like the, the money relationship. 
right? You need to really uh, build that money relationship with your money. And first time ever, realize that money is not the paper, but when you, and I want you to really uh, listen to this, okay? Once you realize that money is person and you start building that relationship with the person and reflect on your relationship with money right now, you will really you will find out a lot of stuff, what is going on in your head, in your body, emotions, mm-hmm. and you will realize and you will find the reasons why you might struggle with money. So the money, we talk about money, it's energy, we talk about money, it's flow, it's going through me, I'm abundance. But when you disconnect from this and you realize when you said like when you say the money is actual person, it could be your boyfriend, it could be your mom, whoever. I want you to look at the relationship you have. Do you blame money? Do you mm-hmm. fear money? Do you want to keep money for yourself and don't let them go outside and have fun? Do you trust money or not? You know, this kind of thoughts will come. This kind of reflection of your relationship with money comes. And sooner or later, you will realize that the only thing what is stopping you to have money is your relationship with money. Because Mm -hmm. if you trust, just like we said before, if people online taking clients just for money is because they, they have a scarcity mindset, but scarcity and stress inside their body. This is what I'm super passionate about when I'm talking about and talking and describing this to my my uh, girlfriend, for example. Like, look at your behavior when you are, for example, I don't know, like, let's say cooking, okay? Look at your behavior or brushing the, th- uh, the teeth, right, in the morning. Look at your and stab yourself. This is the like literally the tool I'm using. Like, when you're brushing your teeth, this right like really super hard you know like you you're going like this there's so but much Dennis, stress inside you that's the si- signal Dennis, that you cut you... out then for a while i missed you cut out for a little bit oh. i missed all of that i think so the signal fine. went hello i can hear you dennis what about now no you're out of sync a little bit can you hear me Oh. Still out, out of sync. Still good? No? Yeah, it's fine? That's better, yeah. Oh. Better, okay. better, yeah. You were all out of sync for a while and it cut off for five, like two minutes. <laughs> You're back now. Still good. Yeah, so just uh, the last yeah, thing like I heard when, was when um, the money, relationship uh, with money and you talked about like, I'm if always you were looking to your at girlfriend. That behavior when it comes to money like when you get the money most of the time like the 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 nine to five and the and the society makes us us behave based on our salaries right but guess what if you are a full-time entrepreneur that's the different game (laughs) you don't have uh that luxury of getting the salary every single day or every single month you have to work for it and people don't get this kind of new relationship, new behavior when it comes to money. That most of most of us, I, I know in uh, back in London, when I was living in London, <clears throat> there was the salary day 
everyone went out. It was the party. It was amazing. And this kind of behavior, when you're starting the business, you still have <laughs> that behavior. So when you uh, when your clients come in, you already know what you are what you are about to buy, where you will invest, where you go out. And this is when you need to realize that the the relationship with money, and this is actually what I uh, have from the Richard, from the investor guy. He told me that when it comes to money, they come to you. You are not spending them. You are circulating money. And that's the belief you need to start thinking about. Like you circulating money instead of spending them, instead of mm. earning them. You're always circulating money. But once you spend money or before you spend money, this is good exercise. I was literally doing myself to myself like for many years. Like before I spend, I'm literally like thinking about money. Like when you see my phone, like thinking about money, like I have two coins right that's all my money and now when i see the coin right do i really like do i still want to buy this thing and because it means that i'm losing like i don't have this money anymore that means that i have to work so much to get these two coins and people don't give the space to don't give the space or awareness for that money if that's the person that makes sense. Does it make sense for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like intentional spending in a way, thinking about if that thing that you're about to buy, what is the intention behind buying it? It's kind of that lack and scarcity and abundance thing again. Am I buying this thing from a place of lack because I want it to look good on my Instagram or, or whatever? Or am I buying this thing from a space of feeling abundant, wanting to celebrate and treat myself? Because we have to have that balance, even as entrepreneurs, we can't just into the hoarding mode, right? Of just like never spending anything and keeping all the money because I'm too scared to watch the numbers on my bank account go down. Because then we move into a different energetic thing about money. We we move from even if we've got a lot of money, we're still in that lack mentality because we can't spend that money. It's like the prison cell around the money itself. But I think, yeah, it's a hard it's a hard shift to to make, especially like when you said you're used to that salary coming in and that reliance on something outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. When you're in an entrepreneurship, you have to rely on yourself all the time yeah even when because it comes when you to money just so like you said like when you look at your bank account so there is another right? point like there is like seven habits you can do like daily habits when it comes to money right and this is like the first like first one like how often you have a date with your money mm. right and guess what i do have date every sunday i still look at my bank mm. account every sun- sunday I I know that so so many people like they mm. just uh, pour pour themselves uh, red wine, uh, you know, like <laughs> light up the candles and have a you know a conversation, or mm. have a look at that bank account first time ever because first time it will be uncomfortable, second time it will be uncomfortable, and guess what? That's the trigger and the emotions of fear. Yes. So guess what? Take your freaking journal and start writing those emotions. <laughs> Because if you don't, you are avoiding that. And guess what? If you are avoiding that, that's the signal from your inner self. 
that you are not comfortable around money. So guess what? If you are not comfortable and your your body, your mind is screaming mm-hmm. that I don't want those money, but you are hustling so hard to get money, they will run away from you. Because that's not the logical thinking anymore. It's about the emotions, right? You, mm-hmm. you already know what, what I'm talking about because I know that you are practicing mm-hmm. it, you know? Totally, totally. <laughs> And you have to you have to practice it. That's the thing. You can learn this as much as possible and that, but it's about the embodiment, the practice of it that is when actually it begin, begins to come into your life in a way that you actually understand. Because I remember when I first was learning about these concepts, watching YouTube videos, reading books, and I was like, I have no idea what this person is talking about. I don't really get what you mean by yeah. money portals and money abundance and money flowing. I'm like what money's paper like money's numbers on the bank and you get confused by it but if you're curious enough to just keep learning and keep learning and then yeah, just think right i'm going like, to give it a go i'm going to embody i'm going to practice then you'll begin just to like you said that's, i think everybody start mm. there like you just go there on the youtube and mm. you just realize like someone's talking about the money is energy money is flow and your consciousness mm. is not there because you are not living it you don't get it right but again mm. like when you start tapping into that mm-hmm. you realize mm-hmm. like yeah in okay. one point in your life for for example it took me many years okay but in one point like i finally get it and i finally have tools mm-hmm. and finally i can work with that and it's you know it's about the tools understanding but it's all about yourself and you doing the work as an online entrepreneur you still showing up for yourself maybe it's it, it will it won't sink in it doesn't make sense now, maybe not in first months, but maybe in a year or two or three, you will finally get that you are living in the Bali, you are living in the Ibiza, and you finally get it, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, this is it. I finally get it. And I know tools, I know, the underst- I, I have the understanding in much mm. deeper level because I did the mm. work. Uh, they can definitely find me. Mm, I'm. I love that. Uh, so where can people Instagram. find you, Dennis? Just add me on uh, Impactful Leader. But I do have a website. There's uh, impactfulleader.net. But most, like most of the time, I'm on the Instagram. Yeah. So you can go, go on Impactful Leader on Instagram. And if you want, we we can do something cool. and share something for your audience. Because I was thinking that really good. Uh, good topic about the money is like the, the money money mindset is really a good topic for new entrepreneurs new coaches and they need to now have a tool so i if you are if you are mm-hmm. open to it mm-hmm. we can do and share i can share with them the money exercise i'm doing every single day mm-hmm. and they will understand the type of the person they are when it comes to money mm-hmm. they will have the money love letter they will start gaining the tools and awareness when it comes to this. Okay. Mm. So uh, we can do it like, like this or do they just mm-hmm. DM me or something on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, they'll be awesome. Yeah, of course. Of course. I can put it in the show notes as well of the episode. 
So yeah, so they can they can just uh, pop down there and, and grab yeah. that as so well. So guys, uh, just from, open it. From um, description below, yeah, just find the it. There will be exercise from me to really shift your uh, money <laughs> mindset. Okay, that's the treat from me okay. and sending you high vibes from Bali. So it will be packed. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, love it. I'm I'm getting those vibes there as well. You go. I mean, you've got Ibiza and Bali, two very uh, high energy places. So, <laughs> um, so we just finish up with one final question that I ask all my guests, and mm. that's to share a message from your soul. So, whatever comes up for you intuitively now. I would say that, like, this is my true belief, but also I know it's true. You know. Like you have all the traits inside of you. So just keep doing it, you know, just no matter what, just keep doing what mm. you are doing because you have all the traits of the person you are destined to be. No matter what you think, no matter the background you come from, no matter what, like you have all the traits, you just need to go a little bit deeper <laughs> and that's it, like, your soul is guiding you and you just need to follow it. That's it. Mm. Oh, that was beautiful. I really loved that. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for the work you're doing. It's so central to hear coaches really speak about actually doing that inner work first before we're worrying about all the other aspects that are going on in our external world. So thank you for doing what you do. And it thank was been a pleasure having, having you on. It was amazing. So and hopefully so much, like Dennis. people will get in, not only inspired, but also get empowered that mm -hmm. there are people who are purpose driven. And the reason why you're doing this podcast so epically for me, like from my eyes, is that you're mm -hmm. attracting, like your vibe is attracting your tribe, mm -hmm. the people around you. So I know that whoever you are, wherever you are right now listening mm. this, mm. you can literally text Emma and say thank you for doing this podcast because I will do it. I will do it <laughs> because it's so that thanks to you, we can share this experience. We can share this, like, the vortex oh, and thank you, the knowledge we have and also like the sole purpose, you know. Mm. So I want to thank you for this. Mm. Mm. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Dennis. That was lovely. Thank you so much. And I'll see you later, everyone. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you feel even more inspired to share your soul and live a limitless life. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share if you love this episode and head to the show notes to find out how you can get even more involved with the community. I'll see you next time for another soulful episode. See you later.